We are bombarded with all kinds of messaging in media every day. Who's the hottest artist? What's the latest trend in social media? What massive tweet will change the civic or religious landscape? What's the next in thing? Messaging's not so bad if we keep it in perspective. And that's what we're going to do right now, today. Keep life in perspective as we listen intently for God's message so all the others will make sense. Welcome to Message Daily with your host, author, speaker, L. David Harris. Peace and blessings, listening friends. We know that you could have chosen to spend your time doing any one of a number of things, but I'm excited that you have chosen instead to invest some of it with us. This is L. David Harris. I am your host, and this is Message Daily, where we give you God's Word every single day, and today is no exception. We are continuing in our devotional series titled The Genesis and God's Continual Presence in Our Lives. Today's caption is... Family Troubles. Let's pray, then we'll get underway. Father in heaven, thank you for giving us the privilege that you have given us to pray and to open your word today and for your Holy Spirit, who is kind enough uh, to share the truth with us and transform our lives by it. Please help us to learn lessons from the patriarchs in this story. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And amen again. Family troubles. There are too many things that we need to say today to make this relevant for our lives. But let me just say it very briefly since we don't have a lot of time. You have likely experienced dysfunction in your family or you've seen it in your friend's family. Daddy may or may not be there. Mommy may or may not be there. Maybe there is drug abuse, physical, spiritual, financial, sexual abuse. Uh, Some people may have had undiagnosed mental health challenges and people who have been diagnosed maybe were untreated. And there are so many levels and layers, incarceration, all kinds of different things, children uh, being born with, with challenges that the family don't know quite how to manage and then they just kind of let it go and don't get the help or assistance that is needed and generation after generation real from the dysfunction the physical uh, distress and other things that again we just don't have enough time to deal with and then there comes the family dynamics challenges and in the story of Jacob's family we see that in living color family troubles. What we're going to do in a moment is read from the book of Genesis chapter 37 and uh, begin at verse 1. But first, Jacob has at last settled in the land. While Isaac was only a, quote, stranger, the text also says that Jacob dwelt in the land. That's verse 1. We'll read that in a moment. Yet as it was then, as he was settling into the land that the troubles began, this time from inside the family. Inside the family. The controversy does not concern the possession of land or the use of a well. It is mainly spiritual. It is mainly spiritual. All right, let's go to the Bible in Genesis chapter 37. And the Bible reads, And Jacob dwelt in the land wherein his father was a stranger 
in the land of Canaan. And of course, we know that eventually the Canaan land was to be given to the descendants of Abraham. We know that the second generation of freed or emancipated slaves, if you want to say, from Egyptian captivity, years and decades of captivity in Egypt. Uh, yes, those children, the second generation of the freed slaves, and uh, Joshua and Caleb will finally inherit the promise. But now we're just looking at what the machinery looks like. Well, we're looking at the foundation. We're looking at what happened in the people's lives, the patriarchs' lives prior to God giving the land into uh, his children's hands. Verse two, these are the generations of Jacob. Joseph being 17 years old was feeding the flock uh, with his brethren. And the lad was with the son of Bilhah and the sons of Zilpah, his father's wives. And Joseph brought unto his father their evil report. Now Israel loved Joseph. Who's Israel again? That's Jacob. That's who God called him as he was transforming his life. So now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was the son of his old age and he made him a coat of many colors. Can we just pause right here? This loving more than all of the other children. I won't get into the detail about loving more than, but if there is favoritism, if there is partiality in the family unit, only negative consequences can result unless God does a miracle. God has nothing to do with partiality and favoritism. So this is a challenge already. I wish I could talk about it from experience, but that's a whole different discussion. Okay. And so uh, he loved them because he was the son and then he gave him this coat of many colors. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him and could not speak peaceably unto him. Now, I'm not saying that God uh, is holding. Okay. Let me put it this way. I won't put God's name in it. Um, these brothers were responsible for their own emotions, their own actions, their own hatred. But daddy didn't do them a good thing by showing favoritism to Joseph. Can we say that there is culpability on both parts? Can we say that father should not have been partial, should not have shown favoritism, but yet the brothers had no excuse for their hatred. They had no excuse for all the evil that they had done a little later. Verse five, and Joseph dreamed a dream and he told it to his brethren and they hated him yet the more. Who gave Joseph this dream? Did he did he dream this because he ate too much of the fatted calf at nighttime before bed? Did he have this dream because he had a gyro and gyro or whatever gyro, how you say it, and then he put too much of the sauce on it and then now he has indigestion and had a dream? Well, the answer is no. No, the dream was given to him from heaven. Can I just say here that there are too many teachers that are blaming Joseph for having the dream. There are too many teachers out there blaming Joseph for sharing what was in the dream. We don't see anything in scripture that cause, causes us to believe that he did something wrong. That's a different story 
altogether. But the Bible says, for behold, uh, we were binding sheaves in the field, and lo, my sheaf arose and stood also upright, and behold, your sheaves stood round about and made obeisance to my sheaf. And the brethren said unto him, Shalt thou indeed reign over us? Can you just answer the question right here, right now? Type it in the chat. Did Joseph get an ascendancy? Not that he purchased, not that he desired, not that he sought. Was Joseph in a, a position of primacy at any time in his life? Let's just go ahead and say yes. So this dream came from God. It was not because he made it up in his own mind or somehow was proud. Can we just show the truth of the Bible and stop blaming the young man for God putting a dream of the truth in his mind of what would happen? And the Bible says here, uh, uh, um, reign over us or shalt thou indeed have dominion over us. And they hated him the more for his dreams and his words. And then he dreamt another one that was very similar. And he told it verse 10 to his father and his brethren and his father rebuked him and said, what is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Oh my goodness, shall I and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come to bow down to ourselves to thee in the earth? And the brethren envied him, but the father observed the saying. The long story short is when God determines what's going to happen in one's life, we don't need to be fearful of the reality. God determined that Joseph would be a symbol, a type of the Savior, and be through his influence the one that would help the entire world at a time of famine and hunger. We'll talk about it later. Peace. Thanks for joining us, listening friends. Always remember, what God says matters most. His message shared through our lives has the power to change the world today and provide hope for the future. This has been Message Daily with L. David Harris. Until next time, make it a great day.